0: You are listening to John Gerica on SAFM. New
1: show on a Monday night and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. It's Night Talk, you with SAFM. I'm John Herica. <laughs> lucky to have you along. Uh, you can find us on the DSTV bo- Audio Bouquet, channel 814. And you can also join the conversation at SAFM radio. Use the hashtag SAFM Night Talk, please. That would be nice. N-I-G-H-D talk. And you can give us a call. We'll talk later on as well. 086002032. Now though, another big news story that happened today is the oil price surged after OPEC Plus producers announced a surprise cut in their output target. So what that means is they are going to make less oil, quite a lot less oil. And because it becomes more rare, the price goes up. To explain all of this is Iraj Abedian, the founder and chief executive of Pan-African Investment and Research Services, PTY Limited, and the chairman of Pan-African Capital Holdings, Pty TBC, uh, Sorry, PTY Limited as well. Iraj Abedian, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, first of all, who are the OPEC Plus producers? Good evening, John. and uh To our
0: listeners. OPEC is the organization of petroleum exporting countries. Uh Uh, Back in the early 70s, it was formed to protect their interests. At that time, uh, oil price uh, was dirt cheap, uh, a dollar or so a barrel, unthinkable as it might sound. (laughs) But uh, the Companies or the countries that we holding at that time over 70% of the global oil. Mm-hmm. So if you form an organization and, and, and control supply and make sure that, uh, that the demand and supply are in sync and through that push up the price. And they did a phenomenal <laughs> yes. job initially. The, uh, the price jumped almost seven times. Sure. And since then they have remained a very powerful organization in influencing the global energy prices, in fact, not just oil and and, and uh, petroleum, but uh, overall energy extending to gas and, and so on and so forth, and through that, uh, exerting a lot of geopolitical or sociopolitical mm-hmm. influence on the global effects. That's the history.
1: So if I think of a, a city like Dubai, well, in the early 70s, it, it was it was a desert, but they were still creating, they were making oil, and oil was coming out, yeah. and it was, yeah. but it was nothing. Then suddenly yeah. things changed. These people got together. It, it's in essence a cartel, Iraj. It's a Absolutely. cartel. of. It it's a a cartel. Cartel. <laughs> and they decided, you know what, petrol's going to cost, well, fuel's going to cost a lot more, and since then, these people have become, sti- or countries have become stinking rich. Absolutely. I
0: mean, if okay. you look at the uh, the amount of wealth that, between uh, Saudi Arabia, yes. Kuwait, Bahrain, United Arab Emirates, Arab and Iran, Iraq and Iran, although these two have been pretty much impoverished through war and mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and self uh, regimes that are completely corrupt and and, and squandering their resources. Uh, but the rest of those those producers have become role players because of the phenomenal amount of wealth that they generated. And of course to their credit, especially mm-hmm. Dubai and, and United Arab Emirates more broadly and Kuwait and Bahrain, they yeah, use the oil revenue to rebuild, diversify their economies, and, and they have become one of the highest per capita income countries in the globe.
1: How is it allowed that a cartel decides how much fuel is going to cost? Well, who's going to stop them? They, <laughs> they,
0: they can get together. <laughs> it's like you're asking, how can they allow... Uh, Sort of your uh, sort of African Union to to right. share. Well, countries can get together. They say we have common interests. Let's yeah. think if we can protect it. And of course, interesting enough, and OPEC is including includes countries like Nigeria. Yes. Uh, so it's not a Middle Eastern exercise. It's a global exercise. It's a global cartel, and they invite any oil producer from Mexico. To, to anybody else who is producing and is willing to join them, quite frankly, of the all the major producers, the only ones who are not there is the United States mm. and, and UK, the rest of them are all in there. Uh,
1: importantly, Russia has joined uh, the OPEC Plus. That, when you talk mm. about geopolitical influence, that that's pretty important based on what is happening at the moment.
0: Absolutely, I mean the the current. Uh, the current dynamics, let's say the the balance between supply and demand is really influenced by the war in in in, in Ukraine mm-hmm. and the invasion of Ukraine meant that Russia was put under, under severe, possibly one of the most uh, uh, most severe type of embargoes and sanctions. So it's uh, it's bound to or is forced to and sell this oil at forty, fifty 50% discount in the global economy. So Russia is 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 uh, desperate because its economy is all about oil and gas. Europeans have embargoed it. it the, the international financial markets, particularly led by the United States, is embargoing. So it ends up selling its oil at half the price, and then mm. the price keeps going down. And remember when the war started, the oil price was above 100 almost $120 per barrel. Okay. Nowadays, it's hovering around 80 So Russia had to do all that it could, together with Saudi Arabia and, and others, to bump up the price because they need them. And the global economy is not growing as, as fast as they had hoped. And therefore, on the demand side, there's also pressure on the price. So all in all, what they have done on the face of it is protecting their own economic interests at the same time of course Russia wants to put the squeeze on the Europeans so that they can feel the the pain of of um, buying or mm. paying more for for any form of energy that they have so that they don't stop or they don't support Ukraine as much as they have been doing. So there's a lot of politics
1: here. <laughs> right. All right. But more importantly, Raj, how does this affect you and me? Uh, 1.16 million barrels being shut down every single day. How does this yeah. affect me sitting in the southern tip of Africa just trying to put on a radio show?
0: No matter where you are, uh, southern tip of Africa or northern point of Europe, the global economy is in one way or another in the in a general global, if you like, market demand and supply for oil, and a bit more poorly energy. So when oil price goes up, whether you're in the north or south, whether you're in developed or developing countries, you're going to feel the pinch. How does it affect us? Well, the price gone up, and next Wednesday, if nothing else happens, you can rest assured the part of energy is going to say, International price has gone up, mm. and we have to bump up the price of petrol, diesel, and all the products. So Europeans have to do, experience the same thing. And, of course, there are counteracting forces, for example, the United States might decide, you know what, we've we got enough reserves, we are self-sufficient in oil, let's inject into the global economy uh, 1.5 right. million barrels so that we can compensate that. So there are there are those factors that we have to also watch. But if they don't do that, there's... <laughs> will go up, our inflation will stay a bit longer, mm-hmm. high, higher, elevated, and we're going to feel the pain of it.
1: All right, so inflation goes up, which means interest rate goes up Inter- a little bit a- more. So, so- but, but not
0: only that, John, see, when, when the uh, petrol price itself, if we stay with petrol price alone, mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have diesel prices going up. Every bit of food that you in South Africa we produce in yeah. one way or another consumes more m- needs, more, more diesel needs, more fertilizer. So all of these are oil-based. So, uh, yes, inflation goes up, but also the cost push goes up, and when that goes up, mm-hmm. the Reserve bank has to mm-hmm. pump up the interest rates. So mm-hmm. we're also paying more for, for our loans, for our bonds, for our mortgages, etc., cetera, etc.,
1: cetera. We got two minutes, and maybe we'll try and keep you. Raj. We'll keep, try and keep you off to the news. But we're 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 friends with Russia. South Africa is. We're part of yeah. BRICS. Can we not use that relationship to 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 try and have a little chat with with Vladimir Putin and <laughs> and the oil producers and say, please, can you you just help us a little bit?
0: Well, it's the same concept. People were saying we are neighbors with Angola, and we are African with Nigeria, yeah. and. And uh, these, these arguments, don't these documents or these arguments and this type of uh, daydreaming doesn't wash it in the global market. Russians have just done the best they could to bump up the price. they are not, not going to make a deal to right. sell it less. Mm. So it, it defeats the purpose of what they want to do. Um, and uh, quite frankly, South Africa has has no history of. Using that type of relationship, whether it's with Russia or with China or India, mm-hmm. and Chinese are bogged on our, our railways; they are not paying our spare parts. You would have said they are part of BRICS. It would have been a phone call, but that's not how the global economy works.
1: Okay, so the short answer, Iraj Abedian, <laughs> is that we we tighten our belts and we're going to suffer until OPEC decide that they they don't have to or they can release more fuel. I uh, know we got to go to the news at 11. Is this the fuel price or the, the price of oil that OPEC wants? They're not going to lower it down to $50, and we're not going to see a sub-$50 oil ever again.
0: Well, we might not anytime soon unless the oil price and discoveries and other energy sources are bumped up. Right. If we uh, and everywhere else we do use more solar and more, more wind and more other sources, okay. oil prices will go down.
1: Okay. Oh uh, okay, because then they're in competition. So so when Absolutely. so when so when solar becomes cheaper, then they have to make oil cheaper because that's their competitor, for example. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Nuclear power, all those other things as yeah. well. Absolutely. That's right. the way to put it. Hey Raj, but you very much. Uh founder. Thanks for explaining that to us. Founder and Chief Executive of Pan-African Investments and Research Services. Also the Chairman of Pan-African Capital Holdings. Explaining the oil price to us and telling us uh, we've got to find alternatives unless you want to pay for it.